Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome in to In This League right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come one, come all. It's the happy show da, 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 in this league. That's our theme song that we sing. Happy show in this league. Can, so can much I ask fun. you something? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. You want to know where it came from? You want to know where it came from? Did you, by the way, welcome in, in this league, in this league.com. Three hours of insanity that's about to happen here. We're going to do all football, all crazy things. We're going to probably make Bogman angry in the first uh, area, talking about another team in his division. But did you see the little teaser trailer for the new movie, Joker? No, I did not. I saw the Captain Marvel one. Okay, well. Very different films. Very different films. The new movie, Joker, uh, where uh, I can't ever say his name. Is this Jared Leto? Joaquin? Joaquin? Joaquin. Joaquin. It's a a silent Joaquin. Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix is in it. Uh, Robert De Niro is in it in an unnamed role. Mark Mark Maron is in it in an unnamed role. The only role we know is that Joaquin? Joaquin. Joaquin? Joaquin. Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix um is yas queen yas queen is the joker aka arthur that's his name in there and arthur yeah arthur is apparently the joker's I thought, name in so this. russell brand is the joker no well actually uh there's a funny thing that happened his name is arthur fleck and uh kevin smith no, it's not. I, I swear to god that's it that's was the he joker's a lawyer name. before he was the joker no no okay so here's the deal in in this this takes place in the 80s there's no comic history of the Joker's name being Arthur Fleck. That, so they, they've created this. The the guy, I think Todd Phillips, has kind of created this canon around the Joker. But our favorite, Kevin Smith, director, he says, Oh, look at this. He goes, A. Fleck is his name, like Affleck. They think they're making a pun on Ben Affleck, which is definitely uh-huh. not what's happening. But the teaser trailer's out there, and you should see it. And... The internet blew up, and and I don't know why the whole, like, da-da-da, it made me think of a circus, because the first images you get of uh, Yas Queen as the Joker, it's not great. Like, he doesn't look 
like what we want from the Joker. It's kind of a a cartoony, almost John Wayne Gacy type of vibe that it just didn't quite sit with people. But it just made me laugh thinking of the circus because it, it's very different than the um, is it's Reese, what's his name is Reese Witherspoon Poison Ivy in this? No, no, that's Uma uh, Thurman. Uma Thurman was Poison Ivy. Walk well, I was thinking of Walk the Line. Are they just going to recast the whole thing? Oh, that would be good. That would, it sh- she should make an appearance in that. Uh, maybe we need Cass- <laughs> Casey Affleck because remember oh, Casey, Casey Affleck? Affleck. How about the Affleck duck? Can he be in it too? <laughs> Quack. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. He's going to be in it. <laughs> like Joker. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so I don't know where I got the opening circus thing, but it was my it was the envision of Yas Queen's face as a clown in it. And the Internet wasn't uh, wasn't super happy. But this movie is happening and I'm pretty excited and I don't get excited for DC movies. I'm a bit of a nerd here, but I'm excited for this and to see what the Yas Queen can do as Arthur Fleck, the Joker. I watched the breakdown of Captain Marvel of like uh like one of those videos that breaks it down like piece by yeah. piece. By the way, why does every video that is breaking something down just have the worst voiceover person in the world? Yeah. Well, it's cuz it's like some guy in his bedroom and he's like, "Hey guys, I'm here to talk about and break down the new that Captain That would have been Marvel. so much better. This guy sounded <laughs> like he was on all of the Ritalin. Like, you know, oh, he like you really? needed and he was on it. He was like, this is going to be a breakdown of Captain Marvel. <laughs> He's on a couple downers. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, uh, God, what's his name? Bueller. Oh, yeah. Bueller. Yeah. Uh, ben, ben Stein. Stein. He was Ben Stein. Yeah. He was like, today we're going to be talking about Captain Marvel. Apparently, Captain Marvel has a cat that's not a cat. Really? Uh, yeah. And, and there it was in there was like. You know, a two-second clip that flashes up, and uh, this super nerd Ben Ben Stein guy uh, wait, wait, wait. paused it what, on there. What's a cat that's not a cat? It's like a alien cat. It's like a space cat. Oh, like the the trash panda? Uh, With yeah. I don't think I don't know if it talks. I bet it talks. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of thinking it might talk. I hope I hope it talks. I think you're gonna really like this movie if it talks. <laughs> it's like well, Garfield like Larson. Brie Larson and Garfield. That's essentially what it is. Oh my God! Yeah, sign me up. Sign I'm, me, all I'm all for that movie. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'll go see it after. Can Bill Yas Murray Queen. please play the uh, the the cat? That'd be amazing. You know, I would love to see Bill Murray do a role that didn't like confuse me. What happened to him? We don't need to go into a whole like hour long about. Uh, entertainment and whatnot but uh bill murray let's let's come back to bill murray let's come back to him in a little bit but the captain marvel trailer is out there the joker trailer on the next break watch it because there's a great (laughs) song that goes on and i would like when we come back to have your reaction to um the face paint you know he gets you get to see what whatever the joker is going to look like in this in this origin story which okay i got one more question then we're going to talk football specifically we're going to talk about uh the new bay in town Oh my God! I'm just seeing a screen cap of the the. You're saying are it? you sure this isn't it? No, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I know that's it. All right. So on the break, though, I want you to watch the whole video and hear the music and then watch it. But um, uh, what do you think? And then we'll talk football. What do you think about standalone movies in comic book lore? Like, I feel like I can't live in a world where it's just a standalone movie. And Marvel ruined them. Well, like, like, yeah, Marvel has me. I need things to be connected. The idea that there's going to be all these jokers, because by the way, 
uh, Yas Queen is playing this Joker. Jared Leto's also supposed to be getting his own Joker movie. There's too many Joker movies going on. And maybe that's how they're going to intertwine it. But I don't like the idea of superhero movies being like these one-offs that aren't connected to anything. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I think uh, what I'm confused with is why every single comic is changing. Like, why are there three different – there's three different Spider-Mans now, right? There's Peter Parker. There's Miles uh, Mikolas who My, pitches for the Reds also. Miles Morales. And then there's the lady Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Well, well I'm watching Marvel Spider-Man, the cartoon series with my kid, and there's uh, Spider-Gwen. Gwen Stacy. Who there was, it is, Gwen Stacy. Yeah, yes. she was played by uh, who's our girl? Emma, 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 Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah, uh, she yeah. was played by Emma Stone. Yep. Yeah. And it's Spider Gwen, Miles, and then Peter Parker, and then there's like other Spider Men. So let me ask you this: How many radioactive spiders are running around in New well, York City? Well, you want to know a funny thing is in Marvel Spider Man, which is the animated series, they have a five episode arc where eight million people turn into radioactive spiders. And the entire city of New York are spiders. Okay, so it's 8 million. I guess there's a quantifiable number to the question I just asked then. Yes, 8 million. 8 million uh, spiders were turned. So, well, then this is my question. Why only three Spider-Man? Um, well, that's a good point. None of them put up. You're going to have to go watch. Actually, I could kind of explain that, but you're going to have to go watch the series, Marvel Spider-Man. By the way, this is a fantasy show. This isn't oh. a comic book show. Oh, it but, is. Okay. But, well, let's I talk mean, about this. Saying, let's you know. talk about the newest superhero in Cleveland. It, it Tarod has been dethroned, and it is now how I have dubbed him Maker Bayfield. It is Maker, Maker Bayfield, Bayfield time. I called this, by the way, on the Fantasy Black Book. Black. We were on, and I said, how about this for a storyline? Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, two quarterbacks from the same draft playing in. And sure enough, uh, Maker Bayfield got in the game, brought his team back to the first win, and what felt like before Miles Morales was a Spider-Man, it felt like the last <laughs> time the Browns had won a game. I got to ask you, though, this is a very important question. Going into week three, what does it feel like with the Browns having a better record than the Steelers? You know, everyone flashed up a stat, and I was kind of surprised that it was not that long ago. But they were like, yeah, this is the first time that the Browns have been ahead of the Steelers in the standings since November 2014. What? I was like, That's not that long ago. I, if you, I was expecting uh, November 2004. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, so. Uh, what was I mean, that? Steelers- week two? No, that was November of 2014. What? So that must have been week 11 or 12. So. Was that 2014? Who was the, the quarterback um, of the Browns? Was that the Kelly Holcomb year? No, it was. I was thinking like Jeff Kelly Garcia, Holcomb. but that wasn't that far ago. Who was? Okay, I'm going to look. 2014. I mean, they've had so many quarterbacks. Who the hell can remember, Cleveland right? Cleveland Browns roster. It I, was one of those goofy. Um, you're right. Oh, it was they Hoyer. were seven and nine. Hoyer the Destroyer. Um, let's look. You're right. It was, here's a roster. Brian Hoyer, the, uh, can you guess the, did they, they didn't even have a running back? They swear I to God, there's Peyton not even, Hillis, no? uh, there's not even a running back listed. It's Ray Agnew is the fullback. Can you guess one of the starting wideouts? Uh, well, Josh Gordon was there then. Wasn't that the year he was drafted? Uh, he, does, or, he doesn't show up here. It's starters. Cause it's showing me the starters here. Um, I'll just tell you, Miles Austin and Andrew Hawkins. 
Andrew Hawkins. I remember liking Hawkins. Gary Barnes, that was his huge year, wasn't it? Jordan Cameron. Now Jordan Cameron Jordan was Cameron. the tight end. The defense, so, yeah. let's see. Uh, Christian Kirksey, that was his rookie year. Desmond Bryant was on the team. Joe Hayden. And Dante Whitner. Oh, wow. Dante Whitner and Tashawn Gibson were the safeties. That was a pretty Dante good one. Dante Hittner. Yeah. Seven and nine team. Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. Jim O'Neill, the defensive coordinator. And Mike Patini was the head coach. Oh, good old Mike Patini. Wow. So 2014 Cleveland Browns. I mean, it feels like that was when they got their last wins, which is pretty close. But yeah, it's uh, it's a little brutal that for obviously for your Steeler purposes. What what was it like for you? Give me your perspective of watching the Browns not only take the win, but you kind of saw what the future of this division could look like, which is tough to say with the Cleveland Browns. So what did you walk away as a Steeler fan watching the Browns team actually come back? Carlos Hyde looked good, and Baker Mayfield injected that offense essentially with a radioactive spider. I mean, they were ridiculously terrible before he came in. Tyrod couldn't hit anybody downfield. It was... uh, it was like watching the same old Browns, you know what I mean? And before Tyrod got hurt, I think he might have got the concussion early, by the way, because I remember... I think the team might have been like, ah, he's got a concussion. And he's like, no, I'm good. Ah, <laughs> you don't believe the concussion. You got a concussion. You're pretty sure, <laughs> um, to Rod. But uh, he couldn't hit anybody. He was, he was running. I mean, Carlos Hyde looked okay. You know, Sam Darnold just... I tell you what, dude, Sam Darnold looks like Derek Carr out there. He would not throw the ball downfield at all. A couple times he did. He th- was throwing picks. I mean, he's 15 got 15 for 31, 169 yards, two nice, uh, two interceptions, sacked twice, not looking good for Darnold and just throwing out the other guys. Uh, well, we'll go to Baker Mayfield, but Tarod t- was four. Sorry, I'm like emphasizing so much. I'm not trying to make such a big thing about it, but uh, four for 14, 19 yards, and Taylor was sacked three times. He had some rushing yards. Like he ripped off a couple nice good Four runs. Four twenty-two. He had no timing with those uh, with those wide receivers. And the thing that Baker Mayfield brings to the game is accuracy. The dude was the most accurate quarterback in NCAA history. So seventeen just, for twenty-three, two hundred yards, only sacked once, and he. I mean, he had a hundred uh, quarterback rating or a ninety-four point nine quarterback rating. It just made it just made sense. Like even if Tyrod hadn't gone out, I mean, it was kind of one of those things where you get it if they don't bring in Ty. Like like if Tyrod didn't get hurt and they didn't bring in Mayfield, you would have been like, I get it. You don't want to feed him to the wolves in this game because Tyrod was getting his ass beat. I mean, he was getting hit on every single play. He he was uh, obviously shook. You know, he, lo- he, he looked could- like henchman number four. You know what I mean? He really like, did. He didn't even have a name tag. He's no, no chance. He's like he's like one of the uh, guys from Star Trek that's wearing like a red uh, uniform, and, and everyone Ricky. else, yeah, or he's wearing the blue one, and everyone else is wearing red. And he's like, oh, okay, this is where this is gonna go. I was listening on the radio for essentially the first half of the game, and I don't know if the television side did this too, but there was such a huge deal, and th- and there's a bigger thing that's circling around this right now. That the uh, I saw the internet a little bit, but radio is making such a big deal to kind of prove just how ridiculous Hugh Jackson is that Baker Mayfield or Maker Bayfield had never worked with the ones whatsoever. So they were so they kept trying to use that as a crutch to say we don't know if they're going to really want to go to Mayfield if you know Taylor didn't get hurt because they had never worked him with the ones. Well, it would just have made sense because if you're going to replace Tyrod, you do it after this game. 
and then you have Mayfield get the long week of practice, right? So they play this Thursday game. He gets Friday, Saturday, Sunday as extra days with the ones in practice, and then you bring him in. But the injury forced him in, and luckily for the Browns, uh, they won. And I don't see how you go back. Well, I mean, he's saying he – what was it? I got to watch tape. I got to move forward. I think Hugh Jackson – No, you don't. You don't have to watch tape. No, I agree with you. I think Hugh Jackson is going to put Taylor back out there. I, I think I that's think an idiotic is. move. I mean, unless they're pressed. He's just one of those guys, though. Hugh Jackson's one of those guys. Like, ah, oh, I'm not going to let this guy lose You know, lose his job due to an injury. Taylor still gives us the best chance to win. All that bull crap, which I think is going to be really, really tough to swallow after what happened in this game because all Browns fans want outside of God, ooh, I almost said, I almost lost hundred dollars, but I was going to uh-huh. say garbage. Not like you. Uh, all I they mean, want I was really close last week. I'm waiting for that Venmo. Uh, all um, all that they wanted outside of garbage crap beer is they've wanted a win and they want to be excited about something. And Baker Mayfield is that. And for Hugh Jackson to take that away, I think that's going to be insane. Uh, I want to talk. We'll, we'll talk just a tiny bit more about him, and then we're going to move on to everything that's going on during the week. Because especially, we're going to be doing a ton of uh, previewing on the DFS stuff. We got to actually look at what our lineups were last week. I don't know if we calculated them, but we'll talk about them. Oh, yeah, definitely not. No, and but we'll <laughs> set a new one. We'll preview all the games. But I just want to know, and I want to talk about this when we come back. The viability of Baker Mayfield as a fantasy option. You know that are are we going to feel trustworthy because? The Browns looked like the team everyone had the expectations for of adding guys like Carlos Hyde and Jarvis Landry. We had all the expectations that seemed to be taken away after the first two weeks. They're back. Baker Mayfield makes players better, and he looked like someone that maybe we could trust in some capacity moving forward. So don't go anywhere. We're going to talk more about that. Maybe more Joker Spider-Man. I don't know. We'll see where the show goes. It's in this league. That's Bogman. I'm Welsh. Stick around. We'll be right back after this break. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. It's not what you did, son, that angers me, son. It's who you did it to. Who? Nobody? But nobody. ITL. If you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports, but you're sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, try the Props Builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups, ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches, and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using promo code FNTSY, you can elect an op- elect an option to receive a 50% deposit bonus with a rollover requirement. No more dealing with late lineup scratches, no experts to compete against, just you and the prop that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon signup, choose your matchups using the Props Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. Welcome back. It's in this league. Scott Bogman over there. I don't even think we covered it. We got so into 
my stupid song and the Joker and Spider-Man and, and Maker Bayfield and all that stuff. But that's Scott Bogman. Find him on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Hello. I'm Chris Welsh. Find me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. You watched Welsh. the trailer? Uh, yeah, I did. The trailer was weird and Love short. It. But I, I always – this weirds me out is when I get the alerts for the baseball scores at this point in the year and it's a guy that I've never heard of. Like, does Jeremy Lin play for Boston? Is This says Lin homered. 7-5 Cleveland, or Boston over Cleveland. It actually is odd to me because I'm a prospect guy, and like when guys come up and I'm just like, who who is this guy? Like, why is this guy getting the <laughs> like opportunity? He's on the 40-man roster, but he's not a, a real dude. It's so. like they're doing a favor for someone. It's like a make-a-wish, and they're like, hey, look, Jeremy, Jeremy <laughs> Lin. He's playing. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, I would. Jeremy I Lin. It's Jeremy Lin's playing baseball. I wonder if, I bet he could play baseball. Uh, this is, hold on. Oh, Are there man. Lynn Sanity tweets out there after it's, he hits uh, <laughs> Zooey Lynn. Got nothing. T-Z-U-W-E-I. Sounds like a new Kanye shoe. Zooey. <laughs> the new, uh, what'd you say, T-Z-N? The new T-Z-N threes are coming for Kanye's brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up. All right. Maker Bayfield. That's how Maker I refer to him. Maker Bayfield. That's how I refer to him now. Do you think... He is a trustworthy, viable quarterback streaming option. Now, I'm not going to come on here and say uh, Baker Mayfield is a guy that you're going to be putting out as a starter. Maybe the conversation starts to pop up as like a backup and a 16-man. But do you think you could find yourself in a spot where he's a streaming option down the road if he keeps his job? Because it sure looked like he had something. He injected life into David Njoku. He was finding Antonio Callaway, and Jarvis well, Landry Tyrod played his ass off. four completions. I mean, so yeah, anyone who caught the ball was amazing. But Njoku seemed to be, in. to me, Njoku was like the guy that was finally getting it. Now, he didn't do anything crazy, but he was two for 36. His only targets came from uh, Baker Mayfield. He was getting nothing, nothing from Tarad Taylor. So Njoku, I'm a little bit excited about. Landry ended up eight for 103. I was talking about Rashard Higgins. He did get three catches, targeted three times. Antonio Callaway was targeted 10 times in that game. He only caught four in Antonio Callaway fashion. Well, I mean, he half blamed of it those, on someone else, of course. Oh, uh, half of those were Taylor underthrows and overthrows. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, Baker had a couple. He had a couple that, like, just missed. But I remember on the radio there was one, like, Taylor underthrew Callaway and then yelled at him for not catching it. <laughs> well, he had a concussion, so maybe he didn't realize where he actually had thrown the ball. So do you? could you see yourself in a streaming option? Absolutely. I mean, as long as he's named the starter, which is – I just don't see how you can go back. And I know I've already said this, but I want to, you know – It's the Browns, though. I, I, yeah, it's the Browns, and this is an injury thing as well. So you could see them maybe not going back to to Baker Mayfield, but I mean this is the um, you want to know one thing that helps him too is this being a Thursday game, the extra days to prep for next week. It's really going to be a tough argument if like if this were a Monday night game. I think they should have done this. Like if Tyrod had stayed in that game, they lose that game. There's no question. So I think they should have made this move regardless. But now he gets in, he wins you your first game in two years. You know. Okay, I got some uh, who'd you rather's for week four. Maker okay. Bayfield. All right. Or Sam Darnold. Darnold's up against the Jags, and Baker's up against the Raiders. 
Well, I mean, like I said, he's got to be named the starter first. Well, yeah, I'm, well let's, let's assume he's the starter into this yeah, scenario. Yeah, ba- Baker, okay. way over anyone against Jacksonville. Okay, I got a bigger one. Then. Not anyone, but... Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, Bayfield versus the Raiders, or Eli Manning versus the Saints. Week four. Uh, I'd probably go with Eli in that one. Hmm? I might go Mayfield. Bayfield. Well, I'm not going to... I I don't have you know bayfield mania like you do so there, um, that I'm, is a thing by the way it's actually you got the uh, incorrect terminology it's called baker mania and uh, darren yeah. Ravel wrote an article about it uh fanatics headquarters that does the jerseys it says uh da, 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 from halftime until midnight mayfield became the day's best-selling nfl jersey in fact fanatics officials say mayfield sold more jerseys in those two hours than khalil mack and Tom Brady, the top two sellers, had combined for the entire day. Looks like rent's going to be late all across the board in Cleveland. Oh, so. just what? getting your shot in. What? You're, <laughs> you're, are you calling the hardworking people of Cleveland um, working class? I'm saying that if they waited until halftime of the game to buy a jersey, maybe they're buying things on impulse. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm no I mean, better. Than, I'm no better with my money. Are you kidding me? They are I'm sitting there. There, everyone like Cleveland could have been more excited over those ridiculously stupid lockers with, I mean, Bud Light. I, as a 16 year old, seeing a Bud Light was <laughs> never excited. There's not been a moment like I, I put that tweet out there. Like uh, Culture had a tweet. They're like, oh, blah 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 about the beers and the aging, and I'm like. Can you imagine being excited about Bud Light? Like, that's the thing that gets you worked up? Just think if Bud Light had put those coolers in two years ago. They did, didn't they? No, not two. I think they did that at the beginning of this year. No, I I think those were last year, man. No, they weren't last year. That's some old beer. (laughs) I don't think it's that old. I think it's, uh, but, but whatever. I mean, you know, uh, everyone, everyone in Cleveland's excited. And guess what? They should be. Baker Mayfield is uh he's a good quarterback. So as long he as also Hugh gained Jackson doesn't six, screw it up. Well he will. Um <laughs> dude, how do you think Hugh Jackson makes it to week ten? If he doesn't start Baker, no. I, I don't think he does. I think Todd I mean Todd Haley is just waiting. By the way, Mayfield gained sixty seven thousand followers on Instagram when he at from when he entered the game in the second quarter. Like till the end of the night. <laughs> just that night. 67,000 Instagram followers. I got like yeah. like 90, I think. Because <laughs> I don't do much Instagram. So Yeah, I mean, I, I do less than you do. So I mean... Yeah, I, I, I do a lot of viewing. I'm about to say, <laughs> I, I, I might follow someone and then get a couple uh, bot-like followers after <laughs> of, a, of a specific genre. Those are my favorite, by the way. It's like, you know, you, you follow some, you know, Instagram uh, ass model and then... Uh, and then it's like, you know, slutty Susie has followed you. And you're like, oh, look at that. I wonder <laughs> oh, why she's following me. Look at that. She said just uh, talk in the DMs. I guess I'll do that. <laughs> What's up, Susie? How are you, yeah. Susie? No way this can ruin my, my phone at all. So that's good. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right. So Baker May. Oh, by the way, if the one win got them beer, Boggs, what <laughs> would two win? What's the next one? The next one, I mean, you got to go big or go home, right? Like, I think it's like uh, two wins. So a winning streak, you're saying 
Two wins in a row. Not what, like what two wins the on the coolers? season. Like, like, what are the markers here? Like, they got to get well, past. I think you move up to like an IPA for the next one. <laughs> okay, okay, like so. Okay, like a. Um... And then they're giving away like stakes for a third win, all the way up to, uh, you know, if What's you a win the playoff berth. What's a playoff berth? Oh, it's like berth. a house full of prostitutes that are locked up or something. Uh, I mean, I think for a playoff win. For a playoff win, yeah. For a Super Bowl win, it's like a mortgage payment. Okay. Oh, for Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who is that guy that um was like some Houston furniture person? They didn't they have like a Rockets oh, yeah. bet? What was uh, that? Oh god, what's his name? Uh I remember his commercial. The Sofa King. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, not the Sofa King. <laughs> no, well, say Sofa I, uh, King excited Sofa. for the Rockets to win. Sofa King. God, uh, Mattress Mac. Mattress Mac. Yeah. What was the bet? I'm gonna it look. was if the um, mattress Mac, yeah, mattress Mac. Uh, um, Let's see, mattress Mac. Oh, there he is. It was like if you buy your furniture in this weekend and the Rockets make it to the Western Conference Finals, you get your stuff for free. And he had to reimburse like fifty million bucks and stuff or something. It was a ridiculous number. I don't know if it was that high, but it was a lot. Let's see. I'm looking. Gallery furniture saves you money somewhere in the mid. Um, saves you money. Let's see. Same that you know. If Matrick Max, come on. What's the suddenly Mac is a household name. The multimillionaire spent nearly his entire career catering to Houston. Where is the? He gave something up though. Oh wait. The showman once lost four million to his own customers. That it. Who he bet the dismal... Oh, that's what it was. The Astros wouldn't win 63 games. They did, and Mac refunded 500 customers their entire uh, I think he had. Now, see, I think he had a bigger one for the Rockets. I uh, could be wrong, but, dude, but I, oh, I here thought he had a Yeah, hold on. Here it is. By the way, Mattress Mac is worth he $70 million. He you money! I just remember that at the end of the... At the end of the commercial every time, and he's waving a big handful of dollars. I mean, we are in the wrong here. The unannounced price for the Rockets. Oh, wait, I think this guy, is he trying to buy them? I don't see what it is. because I No, I no. He, he, so, I mean, maybe he tried to be in an investment group for them or something, but he... Uh, His name is like, Jen, Jim McInvale, by the way. He's not so even Mac. Mac. Well... Oh, Mac. Okay, that's dumb. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Slipping Jimmy. But, <laughs> slipping jimmy but yeah he's had uh courtside seats for as long as i can remember i mean i remember seeing him at uh you know courtside at the the rockets finals games in like 1994 going oh my god that's mattress mac dude you mattress know? mac oh, this is ridiculous the houston astros gave mattress mac a world series championship ring <laughs> well god I, I bet you he's spent uh he spent at least one year of salary on tickets, you know, well, of four, four mil. Yeah, that's true. But also he paid four million dollars for betting against the Astros. Yeah, he did. But also that helps Houston. And it's probably some giveaway thing that he can write off. I'm sure his accountants can figure out something. I mean, Baker that's- Mayfield or Maker Bayfield is a made man in uh, Cleveland now, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he gets all the just- steamers he wants. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I mean, he can, uh, you know, joke. it's going to be, well, it's going to be one of those things. Like if he's good and the Browns get to the playoffs or go eight and eight, they're above 500, whatever. It's going to be one of those things that, and I hope he doesn't, I, I hope his attitude is different than what Ben's was in Pittsburgh because like mm. Ben, Ben couldn't go get, he couldn't, he couldn't pay for a meal if he wanted to in Pittsburgh <laughs> when he first started. He was trying and, to pay for a lot of other things. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're, but you're also that, like you read that stormy book. 
Yeah, no, I <laughs> read a book. I've seen Stormy's work. I haven't read. <laughs> well, Stormy's in the writing business, and uh, she had some worry because I don't know if you heard there was like a story looming for a while that well, um, the thing that I had heard was that he had driven her to Trump's well, hotel. No, it's the opposite. Trump. For some reason, Roethlisberger and Trump were just like hanging out. What a duo, by the way. What a duo. Just the worst public (laughs) thing that you could admit ever. That's just like it's it's a death kit. So Trump, I don't remember the the details of it, but he uh, he had Ben take Stormy home. And that was the story that was kind of looming around. Well, in her new like, autobiography, why is Ben Roethlisberger your doorman? I don't know, but don't you have a doorman. I mean, you know, just like oh, I think her. And do you um, have a limo driver or something? Essentially, in this article I read, it's uh, what was made about in the book that Ben was kind of extending a lot of his 2010 and 2012 issues and uh, taking those over to Stormy. Mm-hmm. A door was closed, and uh, Ben stuck around for a little bit, knocking. Yeah, I mean, knock, okay. Knock, knocking on Stormy's door. There's nothing illegal about knocking on a door, is there? <laughs> no, totally not. It's, okay. It's a totally appropriate we thing. We're, hey, we're just talking about I'm not talking about appropriate. I'm talking about legal. Okay. Yeah, legally, uh, you can... You, you can, can knock on doors, right? You can You can stay at a door that's closed on you and knock for multiple minutes and say, let me in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. I, I mean, are, are you trying to tell me that guys haven't tried to get laid in an appropriate time before? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just okay. history. That's all look, we're talking look, about. Look, I don't, I don't, I'm not sitting here trying to defend Ben's uh, previous actions, you know, but I mean, I'm not also not going to. I don't know. Let's talk about something else. Nothing gets Bachman more worked up than Ben Roethlisberger. I, I actually, honestly, I think you're going to live a little bit of a happier life when he's gone. Like, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, because like, like I am so sick of the Steelers drama. Are you kidding me? Yeah, well, because also something new. You are like you're not a blind defender by any means, but you definitely have the defend. I don't think I'd ever want to hang out with Ben Roethlisberger. No, but you have the defend gene in you. Like, like Ben Roethlisberger, he might be fine now. He's, I think he's got a history of maybe like this isn't like the. The coolest dude on the block, if you know what Making I'm saying. Making terrible decisions. You know what I mean? I don't know sure. if they are guilty decisions or not. That's not for me to decide. And he's never been found guilty of any of the terrible things that he's been accused of. So there's that. You need him but, gone, though. Like, you need him gone. You need someone new in there. A, a not like a Neil O'Donnell. You just need a new guy in there that's a pretty good person. You know, maybe boring. And uh, then you'll be good. And the Steelers are like back to winning. Unfortunately, Maker I mean, the only might be doing business. Boring quarterbacks that are good are the Eli. Mannings, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we both went to the Manning. Yeah. <laughs> and I was about know, to Peyton, say Jimmy G, but no, he's not. Tom Brady's boring. Peyton uh, might not be that boring. Well, I mean, at least Brady's married to a supermodel, you know? Yeah, he just doesn't eat cheese. Well, he doesn't eat a lot of things and he doesn't drink. You know, he keeps his body in great shape. That's why he's going to be able to play till he's 50. Same Tom Brady's a little like DJ Khaled, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but there's all these, uh, the, the, you know, with the Steelers, it, the, it's all kinds of drama. It's Antonio Brown uh, crying on the sideline. It's, you know, uh, Le'Veon weed. Bell is, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell smoking weed. Rap and holding songs, out. And strippers. Uh, yeah. The offensive line is pissed off at Le'Veon Bell. You know, I mean, there's just... Every week there's something new, and now the Stormy Daniels crap 
Do you, you know just wait? Can you imagine if your only concern was will your will your head coach start the future of your team and a franchise quarterback Baker Mayfield? That was your only problem. <laughs> I mean, I would rather have the problems of a team that goes to the playoffs and wins games. So then, uh, you know, be ready to restart all the time. And when are they going to fire Hugh Jackson? And my team is on the uh, I mean, every team has drama. You know, even the uh, the boring ass Browns had drama. Who's going to start a quarterback? Michael Kendricks is going to prison. You know, Josh Gordon keeps getting high. Corey Coleman wants to be traded. I mean, you can go NFL. to any NFL. Oh, is never short, never short of storylines. Uh, so with that, we're going to be back. We're going to start talking about these week three matchups. We're going to be doing DFS. We got a whole bunch more. So don't you go anywhere. That's Scott Bogman. I'm Chris Welsh. More Maker Bayfield. No more Ben Roethlisberger. We want to keep this show uh, clear here. We'll be back. It's in the sleep. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old... In this league. Talk about www.wcom, you made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh... I don't know what you're saying, but that's what's going on here. Fantasy Factor is the only DFS site with exclusively single-entry contests. It's fun, a recreational place to play with smaller leagues, and flatter prize pools. They have great free promos like Survivor, Super Bowl Squares, and March Madness Bracket Contest. So sign up today. Go to FantasyFactor.com. That's FantasyFactor.com. Welcome back. It's in this league. Bogman, the Welsh, thank you so much for listening. I have I have a question for you. I might have an answer. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, you want know, to know what's funny about that? I didn't know where you were going, and I was about to say I believe in a thing called love, but that's no. actually not who you're referring to. That's another group, but uh, kind of flamboyant. That might actually be more difficult to that, sing than the share song. I believe in so. a thing called love. No, see, you, you're having too much fun singing that. So yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, I semi, semi like that song. So, what Bogman's talking about? We got a couple of little shows. I can't imagine anyone that listens to us doesn't know about the other things. Though I can say there is a contingency. I don't know if you know about this, Bogman. There's this like, I think this group of people that I think only listen to this show on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Like there, are they don't people- listen to our other stuff. They don't listen to the ITL. Fantasy football podcast. I don't the think fantasy so. Fantasy baseball podcast. The prospect one. I think they're loyal. ITL college fantasy football. They don't listen to any of that. I don't think so. I because basketball. They they like not um, curling. Follow us. Oh, Jags waiting for the curling secret show. You probably wasn't a Jag. You promised the curling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna seed that, and I'm gonna go to this stupid baseball game on Tuesday. How about that? Yeah. I mean that that he should be happy enough for that. But like, <laughs> yeah, there's this contingency of people that, uh, and and God bless them. They're the people that uh, you know will be on the internet promoting this show we do on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and we always love that. Don't be afraid to tell FNTSY or anybody how much you like the show. 
but I, I talk because so, I, I think like sometimes people will be like, all right, yeah, we get it. You're going to promote your other stuff. We all listen to all the stuff, but there's not. So I hope people understand that there are people that just listen to this show. There's a reason outside of the great information, the great guests. If you like football, the ITL Fantasy Football Podcast, we just had Chris Harris on, you know, from Harris Football, uh, acclaimed author. So we had That's a crutch argument. Yeah, well, I, I got to go with him sometimes. <laughs> Sorry there, Harris. Uh, we had him on. It's uh, It was a great episode. We do tons and tons of other stuff. We even have a program where you can, like, become best friends with us and potentially live with Bogman if you come out here uh, with the ITL Army, <laughs> all that cool stuff. But something happened on the... Friday show. I was about to say Thursday because we recorded Thursday on the Friday show. Multiple things for us to talk about, too, by the way. I want to talk about Josh Gordon, and I want to talk about Le'Veon Bell because they both separately have interesting trade conversations because I got hit up about a couple different Lev Bell trades. We had this big old argument on another show that we do, the Fantasy Black Book over on Fantrax with Joe Pizzapia. Me and Joe got in this big argument about Josh Gordon. So both of those guys in solo have really interesting trade conversations and maybe we can bring that there. But then Bogman and I got into a topical conversation about trades of those two players, Josh Gordon for Lev Bell. And I was like, well, dude, this is stupid. Like this is an idiotic question. You know, this is Lev Bell and Bog's like, no, I don't think it's as, as, as crazy as you think. Well, I agreed though. Yeah, like, no, you I, agree I with agree Lev that Bell, it's Lev Bell but, but you were, you were like, you were dismissing the question like, how could you even ask this question? Well, I, I do, and I kind of still hold to that. Like, it's just kind of wild to me. So, of course, I open my big, stupid mouth, and I just say... I mean, I don't know what you were thinking. I said, listen, dude, it's going to be 90% Lev Bell over Josh Gordon if you put this on the internet. And you're like, no way. What I said specifically was, I'll bet you anything you want. And it's he, he wanted to do $100 and money. I did. And I said, nay, Bogman, I don't want to do money. <laughs> Let's take it to the next best I could, thing. I could have come on here and cussed for free. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> just a cuss for free card you could have got. And we'll lose our show, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> so we decided on a song bet. Mm-hmm. And I had... Well, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, the song I was going to pick, I don't think you could have even done on our podcast. Like, you know, someone in one of our chats, by the way, was um, I, I did a AMA chat over at patreon.com slash ITL Army, <laughs> little plug there. On fr- I'm going to do them on Fridays, maybe moving forward, but at least uh, over the next couple of weeks. And I did one on there, and uh, OG Doug. One of the very first listeners oh, of, a, of like a podcast. on uh, Thursday Night Football also. I, didn't even, I hadn't heard from OG Doug in like a year. I didn't even know he was still around. All of a sudden, he popped up on the chat. And he was like, in another comment to me, he goes, Hey, man, I also just wanted to thank you guys for keeping it clean. And I was like, huh? And he's like, because I'll play it around my office, and it's nice to know that like I don't have to freak out you know, with something that's coming. And I hope he doesn't play the mocks then because there will be times I'll miss one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he listens to basketball, but maybe football, but, um, because on the podcast, we'll bleep stuff. And we actually do it for comedic effect, to be honest with you. Uh, also just funnier when it's beat. I did too. I think it becomes a lot funnier. So we kind of do it more for comedic effect than anything. But when he, when he said that, I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I don't think of us as being a clean, uh, podcast whatsoever, but sure enough. So, all that aside, we make this bet. And the song I was going to pick probably would have been too dicey for that, but I mm. might use it for one of our secret shows that we do over on the Army. I'm 
thoroughly disappointed because I had a second song, and that was the bet. If Lev Bell got 90% or more votes, and I even plugged this on the show, on the podcast, I said, listeners, why would you want me to sing? You want Bogman. The entertainment is going to come from Scott Bogman singing on our podcast. Not (laughs) me. I like to sing. If you want to see me sing, you can go uh, sing and cry. You can go drunkenly watch uh, the uh, you know oh, the Christmas yeah. special on our YouTube channel. That's so. a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I forgot we did the Christmas carols on there. But I like to sing, so I'm like, you got to go to Bogman and uh, Bogman. I don't mind singing. I just don't like listening to music that much. No, you don't. So the bet was set. The poll was out when we left the show. I didn't feel great about it. It was about seventy six percent left bell, but I made my plea. The bet closed, and about 300 people voted. Lev Bell only got 72% of the vote, (laughs) and I got hit by multiple listeners and by Bogman with a meme that I'm very, very worried about, and you're going to kind of set the stage for what I'm going to be singing. We're not going to do it on the the Monday episode, which um, we will give the results and we'll kind of talk about what's going to happen. Or do we do it on the Monday episode? No, we'll do it on the Thursday because I do like the song that I've picked, but I will take suggestions at Bogman sports on Twitter. Oh, damn it. Uh, And maybe I'll run a poll, you know, another poll since since we are all about the people voting here. So I don't want to think that I have the best song or that I'm right. And then be proven wrong. Okay, like so my good co-host, point. Co-host the Welsh. Well, so. I, I, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> we'll talk about this on Monday then. So let's do this. Set the stage and tell what what I, I know what the song you were going to pick, and I don't love it. What is the song <laughs> that is in your mind right now? And we are going to open up the options to listeners. I was thinking about some share. Maybe mm. uh, do you believe in life after love? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sing it like that. Why is Fat Albert? Do you believe it? in a thing? I'll do something like that. Um, I don't love that one. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, Maybe I quicker don't. than a ray of light by Madonna. Maybe some Madonna in there. <laughs> Madonna. Well, I think there's a couple different ways to go. If we break this down here for a minute, I think you can go the embarrassing route, where you can mm-hmm. go with. Mm-hmm. So I think shares just embarrassing in general. You can do something along the lines where you try to push the. How about something from the Phantom of the Opera? Uh, I mean, you could like do a that. Musical song. I, I think I would do pretty good in musical. I got to be honest with you, but I don't know. <laughs> but no, no, but you're going with where I'm. Well, you're going very with confident this. in whatever you're singing. So, I'm, I'm a horrible like, singer, but but where I'm going with this is you can pick the embarrassing person like Cher. You could also listeners could pick a song that pushes the ranges like and just jumped in my head because I just saw the preview for Bohemian Rhapsody. And little Freddie Mercury. Uh, like I'm not, I'm not too. singing any Freddie Mercury very well. But we could push the, uh, you could push the edges of that. So well, I'll whatever be very I'm going to do is I'm going to not take suggestions from you. So because I feel like whatever you're suggesting, you're going to either enjoy or maybe you sang it before. So you're not that afraid of it. I, I think so. I'm relatively afraid of all of it. So then <laughs> on Monday, you want to listen because Bogman's going to open up the floodgates for the possibilities for you guys to uh, vote or send in your suggestions. And then what do you say, Bogman? Tuesday, you'll put out the poll. How about that? Tuesday yeah, or Wednesday, yeah, you'll put Monday out Monday or Tuesday. Three I'll options. So but the number one option you're going to keep on there is share what was it uh do you believe in life after love the i don't know if that's the name of the song i think it's do you believe in a thing called love no that's the song i keep thinking that, yeah that's the song what is that it you called share yeah 
I believe that I think I'll... Is it, it's just called Believe, I think. Oh, oh is that what it is? Okay. Or no, actually, there's a song called Shared Do You Believe in Life After Love. How did you know that? Uh, because it was like, when I worked at the grocery store, it came out. And it was one of the nine songs that they would play over and over and over. And oh, also God. South Park made fun of Cher, and they had that song on it. So. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to have to prepare. I'm going to put some stuff in my cheeks or something. Like <laughs> just start, I'll just curl my lips. <laughs> I'm uh, terrified for it, but I'm going to have to pay up my bet, and that'll happen over at the maybe. ITL Fantasy Football there's, Podcast. Go subscribe. There's also a possibility that maybe, you know, for a little RIP, you can sing some Aretha. Oh, a little. Oh, okay. I got you. A little respect. Maybe R E S B C T. R E S B. I I'm gonna have to go like bar- I might have to go baritone with it all. I can get high, <laughs> I can get up in the higher range though, but it's I don't think it's gonna sound too good. Hmm. Uh, maybe girls just want to have fun. Oh, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Well, it's open to suggestions. You know, follow him on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Start sending in the song suggestions, and we will double down on this on the Monday edition of ITL Fantasy Football, and it will all culminate to the Friday edition where I will pay up this bet and attempt to find a way to reverse this back so I can get Bogman to sing soon. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that'll happen at some point. Yeah. But I think I have the pulse of the people, and I knew that that wasn't going to be – as for, I mean, looking back on the actual fantasy thing, are you a little after seeing the poll? Now it is a landslide in Le'Veon Bell's yeah, favor. Seventy-two percent. I said I would take Le'Veon Bell, but I didn't think that the question was that ridiculous. Do you now kind of understand where people are coming from as far as the question, or do you still roll your eyes and think it's dumb? No, I, I always knew, and like you were making fine sense when the the only okay. logic and the only thing I will accept <clears throat> is someone that looks at this and says, "Well, I get Josh Gordon starting this weekend," or right. if you want to make, I'm going to argue. Yeah, next my, week, you know, maybe Doug Baldwin was one of their wide receivers that they drafted. He's been missing games, and they got to you know, have something. I wonder though. Maybe this maybe this bet doesn't count. You said who would you rather have, not in a trade, which side would you want? Yeah, no, that's going to count. I so. mm, I might have to call a get, challenge I'm flag. I'm not going to get wrapped up. You're singing. I'm not going to get wrapped up I, in your semantics. I'm throwing a challenge try, flag right now. You always try to cheat in everything. You try to get uh, things leaning your way in, in, in trades that we try to do. You try to get things leaning your way. When we've agreed on something, you're like, no, oh, how about 65%? I'm like, no, we just agreed 90%. You're like, how about 23%? And I went. Challenge flag that we'll review on Monday. We're going to review it on Monday because I this might be in question. There's a little bit of a question mark. I tell you what, why don't you put out a poll? Of the same one? No, no, not of the same one. Oh, why don't you put out a poll asking if it's fair? Okay, maybe well, maybe I will. Maybe I just will. Don't maybe you me. should. Don't threaten me with a good time. I might. <laughs> uh, but no, I still like, like your logic when you said... Listen, I get Josh Gordon and I get the production now. I totally understand that. I do think, because I've seen some posts on the internet of people responding to Lev Bell type conversations. I keep seeing people say like, he might even return this season or it'll be after week 10. No, it's not. He He's not going to hurt his chances to be a free agent next year. That's what this whole stupid thing is about. The guy will be back by week 10. He'll be back, but his participation is what I question. Okay. Because- and that's week 10. I, you know, I think maybe 10 touches max. I told right? you, 
I think this, when the Steelers get him back, they will run his ass into the ground. That's all they got of him. What are you going to punish? That's what the guy wants. The guy would love to report and well, not look, play. Look, if James Conner gets hurt and they're, they really need Lev back, then, yeah, he'll get as much run as he possibly can. But we don't know what's going to happen over the next eight weeks of the season. I'm going to so, drive fast and take chances, Bogman. And if <laughs> I could trade Josh you're gonna Gordon. going to run into a wall and die. If I could. Oh, <laughs> Too soon, Bugs. Too soon. For who? Well, I didn't uh, name any people. All right. All right. His car and walls. And um, if I'm trading Josh Gordon, if I have the ability to trade Josh Gordon and it nets me Lev Bell, I'll do it in every single league I have. And I have Josh Gordon in all of them. <laughs> I don't play in your league. You're listening to the show right now. I don't play in your league, but I own Josh Gordon in your league. That's how much I have of Josh Gordon. <laughs> I will trade him for Lev Bell every single time because I'm going to make that ch- I'm going to take that chance. I'm assuming Josh Gordon is not my wide receiver one. Maybe you took him as a two. You probably were able to go pick up viable options off the wire at wide receiver because they're there. Guess what? There's not Lev Bell like talent. I will trade every share of Josh Gordon without thinking for one millisecond to get Lev Bell in every single league. And I don't think me trading Josh Gordon will have any effect on my record. I think it says more about Josh Gordon to you than it does Le'Veon Bell. No, it's all about Le'Veon Bell. You have to just accept, I don't know what's going to happen, right? He could re-sign his thing and come back in two weeks. He could come back this week. You know, he could decide at any point he's done losing money and he wants to make money and play. Well, that's what I asked uh, Joe about. He he opened the black book with a trade that he did, and I asked him, I'm like, if Lev Bell reported next week, I'm like, would you be upset? And he's like, yeah, I really would. And I'm like, okay, well, that's part of where I live in this. So to me, it says more about your confidence in Josh Gordon with the Patriots. Yeah. I, Am I wrong? I mean— No, you're, you're not wrong about it because at the same time, I think Josh Gordon is a wildly talented player, but in part of all the conversation still comes about that, like, he's also not, like— like when we were talking about the Eagles and the 49ers, had he gone there, he he not only is like the spotlights kind of on him, which could be a problem. He's also probably the most talented offensive player and could be the you could you could uh, foreseeably make an argument that he's the number one option on that team. You can't do that in New England. You can't do that with Gronkowski. Uh, when Edelman gets back and Chris Hogan, it affects all of them. So all I see is it like as a timeshare. It's like the Denver uh, the Denver running back situation. There's just a bunch of guys that are going to get volume, and Josh Gordon will have a couple weeks. That's why I don't look at Josh Gordon on the Patriots, and I, I'll be wrong. If I'm wrong, guess what? I'll be super happy about yeah, it. Yeah, you'll I be have happy him ever. if you're wrong. I'll be the happiest, you have him everywhere. Ha- happiest person on the planet. I just don't think he will be a week-in and week-out trustworthy option, and that's why I would go with a player like Lev Bell and be happy with it. But apparently all you a-holes don't agree with me, and now I have to sing. 28% of you a-holes, you mean. 28%, and i got to live with this this stupid bet that I'm going to live up and pay up on the next episode of ITL, the Fantasy Football yeah. Podcast Edition. So don't go anywhere. That's the end of hour one. we got a whole bunch more coming on. We're going to talk about uh, the rest of these injured guys. We're going to do some DFS stuff, and we're going to preview all of week three. So more in this league coming up. More Bogman, more Welsh. Hopefully no more singing. We'll be back. <laughs> 